This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Welcome to the 13th episode of the Nth Dimension. And I feel like every time I come here now, uh, it feels like it has been ages, but this time it has been uh, because it took me a moment to realize that this is the 13th episode, which I have called the act of barring sugar, which you shall find out soon enough why. Um, I'm just coming uh, from Toronto's climate strike, which was magnificent. Thousands of people turned up. I was reeling with goosebumps the entire time. Some of the things that were said, some of the signs that were held, they were just mind-blowing. It was first of all mind-blowing to see how many people turned up. Um, it was mind-blowing to see the passion and enthusiasm thousands of people uh, shared in, in, that, in that venue, the march, the shouting, the protesting. Some people were standing silently with their signs, but standing strong. Um, it was just it was just an incredibly unified environment, so much solidarity. And there were so many there were so many things ringing through my head. And one of the one of the things that uh, dominated my time there was how incredible is the power of people. Um, for me, what I saw today right there um, that is democracy. And one of the things that were said, uh, was on stage by one of the members leading the climate strike was that we are so many and they are so few. It is now undeniable that, I mean, there's, there's no denying it. And people who are, are just, they need to go read facts that climate crisis is, is, is so it's, it, it's dominating our lives. It is one issue that cuts across class, gender, race, sexuality. It is one issue that is literally affecting every single person on this planet. Um, Childish Gambino has a song, uh, Feels Like Summer, I believe, where one of the lines goes, seven billion souls moving around the sun. Literally, seven billion souls moving around the sun are being affected by climate crisis and the fact that so many people came together today not only in Toronto, but across across the country, Montreal, Thunder Bay, um, literally everyone is on board this train that we need solutions and we need them now. And politicians can play games all they want, but people are standing up in solidarity. And today, the way we marched and the, the fact that we came out, trains were full, everyone was heading in the same direction as if there was a big fat football game. No, people were headed for... Uh, headed to to protest and to stand in silence, to stand strong and unified in solidarity for the one issue that is devastating our lives. It's devastating our home. It's devastating our planet. And that is no longer, um, it's no longer possible for politicians to sit back and not make it an issue. It has become clear uh, Canada is going to elections in literally um, 20 days now. 
Um, advanced polling starts in two weeks, but it has become clear that if politicians don't have solutions to the climate crisis, then they will probably not get elected. And this is uh, something that leaders around the world are now recognizing that if they don't put climate crisis on their agenda to solve, people will not back them up. And it is so heartening to see that that is finally happening. Um, some of the signs that were held were actually kind of funny. So I'm um, funny, but humorous hitting home. Um, so I just want to quickly read out some of the signs that were, uh, that were being held up. One of my favorite was keep the earth clean. It is not Uranus. Um, and it was spelled like the planet Uranus, uh, by far my favorite one. And then another favorite one was stop dumping on the earth. And then there, there was a picture cartoon of a person pooping on the earth, which I thought was super, uh, was, uh really funny as well. So humor hitting home hard. Um, and then some of the other ones were the oceans are rising and so are we. Um, the climate is changing. Why aren't we? All these signs are so true, but it was so heartening for me to see that so many people came together for this one issue. Uh, the power of people is so real and it is so hard to get people together um, on one issue when I was standing there, literally a, a drop, a tiny person, a drop in that ocean of people, I felt, I felt like I was a part of, of a, I was part of the planet. I was part of the community. I was part of something and part of something that we're all fighting, fighting to, to end and to save rather. Um, and the, the, what that person said, we are so many, they are so few hit home hard. One of the things that I have been uh, working on this past month um, has been organizing campuses across the country to get a huge youth voter turnout. Um, and while a democracy is of the people, by the people, for the people, it feels that our power in this, in our society is so diminished that we feel so, we feel so disempowered and we feel so powerless that we feel we can't change what is affecting not only our lives, but if we start talking to the people around us, it is affecting them as well. Um, so yeah, one of the one of the things that uh, has been dominating my life for the past month, and it's it's organizing is a love hate relationship. It allows me to talk to so many people. Uh, something that I love doing because another way to constantly connect with human beings, but uh, is to see that people. Uh, want a sense of community, they want a connection, and essentially we are all more or less going through the same uh, issues, but we don't know how to raise our voices, and it feels that leaders are, are city lead our community leaders, city leaders, town leaders, country leaders are so far away that they don't, they don't hear us, and they, they don't come around to us, and they only come to us when they want votes, and, and that, that, that makes us leaving, that leaves us feeling angry. Um, so one of my jobs has been to organize campuses and make them realize that um, as the largest voting block this year, we have the power. But how do you remind people of that power when we're living such separated and individualistic lives? Um, but one of the ways that can be done is bringing small knits of communities together and, and connecting them. And as my job as an organizer is to, is to literally help people hold hands in the community that they're living in and and leave them tied almost so that so that when the organizer leaves the community the community still keeps moving for the issues that affect them um and 
the the reason I call this podcast the act of barring sugar is because um, when was the last time if you sit back right now and and ask yourself when was the last time you uh, asked your knocked on your neighbor's door and asked for sugar milk Wi-Fi even um, uh, a friend recently told me a story where his neighbor came knocking on his door and was like hey you know we've run out of our internet connection can we use your Wi-Fi Wi-Fi for a bit but when was the last time I mean, we're living in this, in this world, so uh, internet connectivity is more important, is as important as water. So yeah, ask yourself, like, when was the last time you went knocking on your neighbor's door and asked for anything, um, if, if just for a chit chat? Um, the world that we're living in right now, the way our societies are set up, um, they're so individualistic. We live in like vertical blocks of housing. For example, I live in a condo, and when you step into that condo, it feels like uh, on one hand, it feels like a hotel where everyone, the, the hallways spick and span, there are doorways leading down the hall, um, doorways lining the hall, and everyone is behind their doors, pin drop silence, but nobody knows each other as if like we're just in, there for the night and then we're going we're gonna to bounce out the next day. So why even bother getting to know people who have been occupying these houses even for a year? What's the point of knowing them? That's what it feels like. That's what a hotel is. Um, and that's what these vertical blocks of um, buildings are set up like. But there are people living there in your, in your, who are the people in your community and the issues affecting your community, your neighborhood probably affect them as well. Even if it, even if it is something as simple as high parking prices, if you are frustrated by that, chances are that your neighbor is as well. But the fact that we are living in um, concrete jungles that make us feel um, alone and the fact that we can reach out a hand to even go knocking on someone's door when you've run out of uh, milk, sugar, Wi-Fi um, is a precarious situation because then that means we are not, we're, we're disempowered to take control over our democracy. And that is, that is the disempowerment that politicians take advantage of and pass rules and regulations that affect our lives the working people's lives negatively and end, end up benefiting those who have lots of money, billions of dollars who fund their uh, campaigns and essentially everything is done to set them up for success and us for struggle and failure. And we'll see that across the world, young people um, are feeling more and more anxious. They are stuck in more and more vulnerable situations. They're told to hustle harder, yet they are living paycheck to paycheck, yet they are unable to buy a house, yet they are unable to take a break, go on vacation because the rent is due or, um, they're, or bills are piling up. Um, but these are, these are precarious situations, but they're being covered up as it's the time to hustle and uh, the time to, this is how you set yourself up for success. Um, so uh, I, where I, in, 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 in India, for example, um, there was a, there is still a lot of emphasis on the, the importance of family and the value of family, but more and more people are, as we mimic the West, as most countries mimic the West, the import, the people are stripping away from families and going to live alone, live in nuclear, uh, nuclear households, um, where we're 
where we are thinking more and more individually. And um, once again, that makes it difficult to come together and, and unify as a unit to fight for something that is, that is bothering not only you, but everybody else. Um, I was talking to one of my fellow organizers recently, and she's also one of the, um, she's one of the found founders of, of, of climate strike, um, in Canada. So shout out to Peyton. Um, if you ever listen to this, shout out to you, Peyton. Um, and we were talking about why is it that people who perhaps identify themselves on the right, um, or quote unquote conservatives find it so easy to come together and unify on one, on one issue than, than people on the, than people who perhaps identify themselves as liberals or are more on the left side of politics. Um, I've always wondered this. And one of the things that she said, and I think makes a lot of sense is that um, people on the left are very individualistic and they want to put their individual identity first and their individual values first and, and, and that can make it difficult to um, piece together every, that can make it difficult to come together as one unit, whereas people on the right may have uh, perhaps even just religion or religion as, as the one force that brings them together, or um, they maybe just this one value that brings them together. In fact, a podcast I was listening to, and uh, Elise Shafak, a Turkish writer, um, I was introduced to her uh, through, uh, by, she wrote a book, 40 Rules of Love. That's how I was introduced to her. She also mentioned this, that people on the progressives need to figure out a way to have conversations that have been left out of their realm of discussion in order to unify them and bring them together. And one of the things that have been left out of progressive liberal circles is the uh, question of faith, for example. And um, no matter where you are on the spectrum, I, I, I've said this many times on my podcast, for those of you who know me personally and uh, you know we mingle together in real life will know that uh, I often talk about the existential crisis. And I, I think that no matter where you are on the, on the spectrum of life, I think we are all struggling with a sense of um, what it means to be alive. What is my purpose? Why am I here? Uh, who am I? And in my Vedantic studies, um, I am a student of Vedanta, something I do every Saturday. Fun fact. Um, one of the things that the, the goal of that study is, is essentially to realize who you are. Um, and that is also when I was studying Buddhism, that was also one of the things that Buddhism focuses on. Who are you? When you realize who you are, um, essentially we realize that every, we're all the same. We all suffer from the same crass emotions. Um, we are all looking for a connection. We are social species. It is almost impossible for us to exist alone. And we are all searching for that connection. We are all um, yearning for love. And um, the way we have been um, taught to realize that is through family structures, through romantic relationships. But essentially, you can have a connection with every single human being. You can have, you can, you can share love with every single human being. And these might sound like hippie values to, to some people. But um, if you 
find a sense of grounding in yourself, I think it is very easy to share compassion, empathy, and, and love with other people. Um, a lot of this episode today is very much on the fly. So lots of digressions probably, but I hope to be, um, but I hope that I am, but I hope to be making one, one point and which is I, 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 the power of community and the power of people um, can, can, can solve so many of the issues our, our societies are suffering from, but only if we come together. Um, and going back to the act of barring sugar is if we cannot even knock on our neighbor's doors and find out their names, um, if there is something going wrong in our communities, how can we possibly come together in large numbers, unify, show people, our leaders, that numbers are power and show them that without us, they are nothing because that is the truth. Without people, politicians are nothing, but, the, but they are taking advantage of the fact that we are living in such disintegrated societies that they can um, use their platform, money, power to, to rule us. But the fact that they come around begging for votes every four years is, is proof that they are nothing without us. And I think um, my work as an, as an organizer, my work as a journalist is a constant reminder that power lies with the people. We are the ones holding them accountable. Rather, they are accountable to us. Um, there are many there are many layers to a democracy and politicians are accountable primarily by the people. If we democratize the power base, de-democratize uh, de the power base, then literally without us, they, they crumble and they are, they are nothing. Um, but the way I, one of the, one of the, one of the, the way I see it going forward, um, the the concept of democracy is evolving um and i think one way it is is evolving is through um community media and what for example bernie sanders is doing in america his campaign has largely been funded by his voter base giving on an average 20 dollars a month to his campaign he has refused to take money from um big companies big corporations who traditionally in america give billions of dollars to uh, politicians to fund their campaigns. And um, this is something, this is information that has been passed down from my brother. Brother, So word of mouth, please don't take me to court on this. But uh, data has shown that in America, um, those party with the, with the most money will end up winning. Um, but what Bernie Sanders is is doing is his his campaign has been funded by let's say a million people giving on average twenty dollars a month and his allegiance will be will be to the people and I believe that um, that 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 is essentially the way politicians should should be held accountable because if Bernie Sanders fails to live up to the promises that he that he is right now telling his his voter base I can I can definitely foresee protests and rally on the street. And we have so, for so long um, been promised around the world, the idea of moder modernity has come with, and this is something Pankaj Mishra, um, he is an Indian thinker. I, when I read his Age of Anger, an excellent book that I highly recommend. One of the things that he mentioned was that the idea of modernity promised to deliver certain um, deliver certain things and, and erase certain issues from our life. It promised to deliver a success, money, um, you know, going up on the, on, 
going up in our social rankings, but it has actually not. It has also it has caused people are still poor if they're not all if they're not going deeper into debt. People are still poor. There are still wars happening. The promises made by liberals have have failed us consistently. And one of the reasons that Trump was elected was because because people leaders before him failed to deliver on the promises that that they were told that they would be freed from. Um, and when when a liberal leader makes promises that they do not hold themselves up to, they they leave society more angry than when they came to power. And 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 that is scary. And that's something that is that I have seen uh, in my in in my in in the months that I have been working as an organizer. I've spoken to literally at this point two thousand people and. And 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 people are angry because they say because some people have literally said like I did I voted last time this was what was promised to me but that was not delivered I am no longer participating in my democracy it leaves people angry because if you fail to deliver on such magical promises it will leave people more angry than where you found them um, so yeah that's something that Pankaj Mishra said the idea of modernity promised us certain goods and values and we have failed on that um yet people are divided individualistic and um that's why we're seeing the rise of like people like trump um some people will say that the world is seeing the rise of populism in many 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 countries um hard to debate that also um and now i have lost my train of thought but uh, going back to the power of community, the way I see democracy evolving is if um, writings are, are, are decreased in size. Currently, one local leader um, is 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 leading thousands of people, and that creates a huge disconnect. So, for communities to feel powerful, we have to democratize the power base, and le and community leaders need to be handling smaller, need to be supporting rather, or leading smaller groups of people so that they have direct access to who their leader are, which means that they will feel that their voice is being heard. Um, similarly, in the media uh, world, we have seen that mass media serves only certain voices and narratives and that, and, and, and again, those voices are being set up for success in, in, our, in our larger society. Um, Community media is is something that is an is an idea that we're coming back to again, where more people are given the chance to express themselves through uh, objective journalistic means and skills, and that means more voices are heard, more narratives are given a chance. Um, and I think the the reason why art is laid so much value, or the reasons we pay so much importance to uh, storytelling and narratives so that we realize that essentially the other person on the other side is not out there to harm us, not out there to to hurt us, but rather we are all one. And it is hard to see that beyond the surface, we are all literally suffering from the same things. We're trying to find our place in the world, but we are, but we have been sold the idea of capitalism so bad, um, the idea of individualistic identity so bad that we have uh, forgotten what it means to come together and and be one unit. But if we if we if we zoom into our own micro lives, we'll see that we're always searching for a sense of community, whether that's through a group of friends, whether that's uh, through a shared hobby um, or sport. People like to come together and feel like they're a part of something something bigger. Um, 
just gonna just going to to leave it on these thoughts and yeah when think about this i when was the last time you asked someone asked your neighbor for for sugar when was the last time that you said hi to to the person standing in the box in the tiny box that is your elevator when you step out of your house instead of plugging your earphones in when was the last time you uh laughed at a joke that was being told between two people walking next to you um and and the reason i say this is because um i make a conscious effort for example to to not walk down the street with earphones in me um and that has actually led to a lot of um relationships being formed uh when i moved to toronto and all the relationships that i have here are through traditional means haven't met anybody online um have made a conscious effort to meet people face to face through traditional means um i remember walking home with my with with a friend one time there were we were you know we were in in the in the depths of a conversation and and two women um in their 60s uh chimed in and we 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 hung around for 20 minutes having having a nice little chit chat um something that i find very hard to come by in big cities like toronto um so that was a very quick short snippety episode on the act of barring sugar um just want to wrap up with how blown away i am by the power of people and the fact that we are coming together on the one issue that is affecting 7 billion souls revolving around the sun seeing that today was 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 simply beautiful and thank you i thank you uh to everyone who came out whether that was from your own homes whether that was through online interaction or whether you were able to take the time out and actually come out physically and protest or or stand silently um so thank you to all of us who are talking about these issues in our personal personal circles online offline um it is through conversations like this that we can tackle head on tackle big massive issues like climate crisis that are being ignored by politicians but not any longer because we are showing them that is just not possible anymore so please go borrow sugar from someone or switch off your wifi and go ask your neighbor um that was the 13th episode of the nth dimension and that is all see you episode 14th this episode is sponsored by schwans.com What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwann's.com backslash YUM for details.